Hello, ladies and gentlemen, this is the Wellness Talk podcast, and I am, of course, your host, George Batista, and I am also your wellness advocate. Hope you guys are doing great. It's always nice to share some great health information with you, and I hope that you guys get a lot out of it and enjoy the information that we're sharing. Before I go any further, I am recording this on Mother's Day weekend, and I just want to uh, give a quick shout out to all the moms out there. I uh, hope you guys are doing very, very well. You guys have the most important job and the hardest job in the world, in my opinion. So I hope you are enjoying the weekend with your friends and family, and uh, you definitely deserve all the accolades. So today, we're going to be uh, discussing specifically the role of fatty acids in your health and why they are so important. And there's new research that's coming out and new products as well. So I'm going to go over that as well. So the first article we're going to go over is from Duke Nuss Medical School, and this is entitled, A Special Omega-3 Fatty Acid Lipid Will Change How We Look at the Developing and Aging Brain. So this is from scientists from Singapore, and they wanted, they wanted to study the critical role played by a special neurotransmitter protein in regulating brain cells that actually serve to uh, develop the myelin sheath that covers your nerves in your brain and to see what happens when there is a defect or a problem with this protein. It's very interesting information. So we'll go over the specific research that's in this and what they're looking at and what they are intending to do moving forward with the um, with what comes out of this research. So it's very, very interesting stuff. Then from there, an article from Wellness Resources we're going to talk about another fatty acid that really doesn't get a lot of press. You don't really hear too much about it because, of course, when you when you think of fatty acids or omega-3s, you think of DHA and EPA because those are the most popular. However, there is one that is actually made by the body, and it's called PEA. And this is entitled uh, PEA, Natural Support for Nerves and Comfort. So we're going to talk about PEA, exactly what it is what its role in health is in, in terms of your body and why you should be paying attention to it because it's, it has some really, really critical roles in your body. There's a lot of things. So we'll go through that. And uh, Wellness Resources also has a brand new product that features PEAs, their first one, and uh, it's really, really good. So we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about the product itself, what's in it, what is not in it. And again, why you should be paying attention to that. Then from there, we're going to piggyback on that also. This is, again, from Wellness Resources. This is PEA, Effective for Exercise Recovery and Athletes. So now this is going to be geared more towards the athletes and more people who are you know, exercising on a regular basis. We're going to talk about how this fatty acid helps you in post-exercise recovery and why it's important in that aspect and why you can, you can use it as part of your toolbox for post-exercise recovery. So a lot of good information here. And as always, you know, we're sharing the latest information and, uh, you know, we try to keep you up to date on all this stuff. So uh, good stuff. So, of course, go to georgebatista.com. That's where all the articles that we go over are housed. Uh, you can do a search for any type of article you like. And not only with the article, but the, also the podcast that we do will come up on that as well. Make sure that you like, share and subscribe. Uh, to this show, wherever you listen to podcasts, wherever you watch it, and make sure you share it with you know friends and family. We're trying to get people as healthy as possible. If you want to support the show, which a lot of people do, there is a support the show button in the front of the website. You can just click on that and give whatever you like. And keep in mind that everything that is given as far as support to this show goes directly to the show itself. 
to make sure that we provide the premium content and we grow the show because that's what we're trying to do. We're trying to grow the show as big as possible. I mean, it's growing by leaps and bounds, but we want to make it bigger, right? We want to get as many people as healthy as possible and to get you guys the latest science. And that's, you know, pretty much what we do on this show. So, you know, if you can help us out, that would be great. Either way, as long as you're enjoying the information, I'm enjoying providing it to you. So thank you for, again, for uh, spending this time with us each week. All right, so before we dive in, uh, I want to tell you about the Wellness Company. As always, the Wellness Company, we talk about them. They're building a parallel health system, as always, and they are doing some major, major things, and they're actually uh, going to be expanding soon, so uh, make sure you stay tuned for that. But they have what's called the One Wellness Program, and this is a membership that you get with the Wellness Company, and what does it give you? It gives you unlimited virtual care. It gives you free monthly supplements and it gives you major discounts on everything else. So think of it as a 360 degree approach to health and wellness. You can design your own supplement bundle. You, uh, and that's delivered to you, by the way, at no cost every single month. You can have the peace of mind that you can have a free telehealth call with uh, consultants who are healthcare practitioners anytime that you are sick or that you have any kind of health issues or you just, you know, have some health questions. You can call them up from your home or your office or your phone, and you'll know that you have the comfort of talking to a healthcare professional anytime you want as part of this membership. So again, it's the wellness company. They have some great products. They have great programs. You should really check them out. So make sure you go to twc.health forward slash Batista. Again, it's twc.health forward slash Batista. Take advantage of the wellness company. They are expanding big time. So I think <laughs> you're really going to have no choice if you want to kind of get away from the mainstream medical system because they have proven that they have not been too trustworthy lately. So check them out. All right. So let's dive into our articles of the week. First one again is from Duke Nuss Medical School, and this is a special omega-3 uh, fatty acid lipid will change how we look at the developing and aging brain. So again, this is from information from scientists from Singapore. So specifically, they're talking about the myelin sheath. Now, what is the myelin sheath? I've talked about that on the show. Myelin sheath is that kind of this encasing uh, in your brain. This is the, this is kind of the, uh, it encases the nerves of the brain basically and helps with uh, electrical signals that go from the from the brain all the way down to the body through the nervous system. And when this myelin sheath gets damaged, uh, nerves may lose their ability to function and it may cause neurological disorders. Think of MS, for example. That's a big neurological disorder. That's a degradation of the myelin sheath. And with aging also, the myelin sheath also naturally degrades over time. So they're looking at different ways to see how they can either slow that down and or prevent it or even remyelinate the brain, okay, in, in terms of these nerves. So it's very interesting information. Now, MS is probably the big one in terms of the demyelination here. So we know that, uh, you know, 2.5 million people uh, in the world live with MS, and it's an estimated that 200 new cases are diagnosed each week in the United States. So it's a, it's a big problem. So at least these scientists, number one, are looking for different ways to see if they can kind of uh, help to either prevent that 
or, you know, help people who have these problems, right? So let's take a look at what they're talking about. So there is a protein, it's called the MFSD2A protein. It's a carrier protein. Now I'm not going to, I'm just going to call it the protein because I'm not going to say that every single time I, I refer to it. But basically, this is a carrier protein that transports a fatty acid called lysophosphatidylcholine or LPC. And what it does is it, tra it, um, it basically transports this fatty acid into the brain. And the reason for that is because it carries the precursors to the myelin sheath. Okay. So they've known that genetic defects in this protein can lead significantly into reduced myelination and birth defects. Now, specific birth defects uh, regards to this specific problem is called microcephaly. Now, microcephaly, for example, when a child is born with microcephaly, they, they tend to have uh, much smaller heads than they would normally have. Okay. So basically it's a, it's a problem with the developing head of the, of the, you know, the baby. So the team showed that when they did this research, that removing this protein from precursor cells that mature into myelin producing cells. Now the myelin producing cells are called oligodendrocytes. Okay. So when they remove this protein uh, from the precursor cells that produce the oligodendrites in the brain, it led to deficiency in myelination after birth. Okay. And further investigations, including single cell RNA sequencing demonstrated that this protein's absence caused the pool of fatty acid molecules particularly the omega-3 fats, to be reduced in the, in the precursor cells, preventing these cells from maturing into oligodendrocytes that produce myelin. So basically what you have is you have this protein, it's a carrier protein that is carrying this fatty acid. It crosses the blood-brain barrier and produces these precursor cells that eventually become oligodendrites, that eventually become the myelin sheath that covers the nerves. Okay. So that's kind of the sequence that they go through. And what they're seeing here is that if they remove this protein, it completely, um, the house of cards just basically goes down. It, it literally stops the, uh, the maturing of these oligodendrites and therefore stops the myelate myelination process in the brain. So that's a big thing. Now, why is that important? Because these LPC omega-3 uh, lipids, okay, act as factors within the brain to direct the oligodendrite development, okay, which is a process that's critical to the uh, brain myelination. This is critical. So if you have a demyelination, even when you're a baby, and let's just say a lot of people are, are being born with a defect in this protein, you're talking about a degra degradation right from the start, okay? That's a huge problem neurological problems, again, MS, Alzheimer's, all these types of things uh, can be uh, the effect of the demyelination of the myelin sheath. Big problem here, okay? So what they're saying here, and I'm going to quote this, it says, this opens up potential avenues to develop therapies and dietary supplements based on LPC omega-3 lipids that might help retain myelin in the aging brain and possibly to treat patients with neurological disorders stemming from reduced myelination. So this is great stuff. So really they're looking at possibly develop, developing a supplement for this to actually help patients that have this problem. Now, they're saying here also, I'm going to quote this, we're now aiming to conduct preclinical studies 
to determine if dietary LPC omega-3 can help to remyelinate damaged axons in the brain. Now imagine if they can come up with an omega-3 that actually helps to remyelinate the brain in people that have a genetic defect in this protein. Imagine how monumental that would be. And this would be a supplement. This would be a supplement that would help to remyelinate the brain. This would be huge. So there's going to be a lot more studies on this, hopefully. So I'm really excited to see, you know, what happens with this. But it's good to know that this protein, how important this protein is. And hopefully they can uh, find tests and different things to determine if this protein is actually working well or not. So it's uh, to be determined how, you know, that will work in the future. Now, we know how important omega-3s are, right? Omega-3s are absolutely one of the critical nutrients that we talk about on the show. What do I talk about on the show? I talk about the, I talk about vitamins and minerals. I talk about uh, omega-3 fatty acids, and I talk about protein as far as amino acids. These are the things that you have to take in every single day to run your metabolism every day. If you don't take them in, in the quantities that are needed, you're already behind. And what will the body do? The body will ration it. The body will actually ration, especially the vitamins and minerals. We've seen that, and I've talked about this before on the show, that the body will actually do a rationing and will ration it to what keeps you alive versus the long-term proteins that are you know, uh, responsible for long-term survival. Okay, That's a big deal. This is why you have to get your nutrition in every single day. Now, again, omega-3 deficiency is a problem uh, in, in society, right? So let's talk about why it's such a problem and why you need omega-3s. I just want to remind you of this. There was a 2009 Harvard Public uh, uh, Public Health study that reviewed, uh, it it was a review of individual risk factors that are attributable to specific deaths. And by its estimates, listen to this one, low omega-3 intake is eighth on the list of the most serious risk factors that contribute to death, labeling it responsible for up to 96,000 deaths in the U.S. each year. So think about that. Harvard says that low omega-3 can be attributed to 96,000 deaths each year. That is huge, okay? That is huge. So this is why you need your omega-3s and why they are essential. This is why they call them the essential fatty acids. You need them. Now, what can deficiency in the essential fatty acids do? It can lead to inflammation. It can lead to higher risk for heart disease and cholesterol. It can lead to digestive disorders. It can lead to allergies, asthma, arthritis, joint pain and muscle pain, mental disorders like depression. It can lead to poor brain development, and it can lead to cognitive decline. Now, remember that the reason, one of the reasons why omega-3s are so important because they are the structural part of your cell. They're actually part of what your cell is made of, okay? So for example, every cell has what's called the uh, a receptor, right? You have these receptor sites in the cells. Well, there is a correlation between, between the amount of omega-3 that you have and how well these receptors work. So for example, if these receptors are taking in nutrients and bringing it into the cell, well, how fluid they are is going to be determined by the amount of omega-3s that you have. There's been many studies on this. Also, DHA, the omega-3 fatty acid, crosses the blood-brain barrier, and it's extremely important for brain for your brain, right? It's important for 
uh, you know, to prevent cognitive decline. We know that we're all fatheads, right? There's a certain amount of fat in your brain that is needed in order for things to happen. Again, part of this is also for the myelin sheath process, okay? We also know that EPA, which is the anti-inflammatory part of the fatty acids. Why is that important? Because it brings down inflammation. It's responsible for helping your body produce what's called prostaglandin series two. This is the anti-inflammatory portion of the omega-3s. This will help with uh, reduced you know, or support for people with asthma, support with people with joint problems, all different types of inflammation. So when you're, again, when you're getting the omega-3s high enough, you're starting to kind of tap into the anti-inflammatory process of the omega-3s. This is why they are so important. You cannot be without them. And again, the study from Harvard, right? Harvard Public School, Public, public Health shows it, how important it is. So this is why you got to get it in. So my opinion, there's many ways to get your omega-3s. Of course, you can obviously take it in a, as a supplement, right? Your fish oil, you can take it in that way. You can uh, eat two to three servings of wild-caught salmon or wild-caught fish every single week. You can get it in that way. Uh, for my vegan and vegetarian friends, if you don't want to take it in that way, you can also use a, um, a flaxseed or chia seed or flaxseed that has your omega-3s in it as well. Now that is ALA. That is not as absorbable as the DHA and EPA because that ALA has to be converted into the DHA and EPA in your body. And sometimes it's not well converted. So you really have to take a lot of that. But if that's the only way you can take it in, then that's what you do, right? But either way, omega-3s are essential. You got to take them in every single day. So my suggestion, however you do it, get the omega-3s in. But this is a good study, good information on this. This is brand new information, and we hope to see more information moving forward on things like this. And hopefully they come out with some good positive stuff on, uh, on this information. Good stuff. All right, next, we're going to talk about another fatty acid that's produced by the body. This is from Wellness Resources. This is called PEA, Natural Support for Nerves and Comfort. So what is PEA? PEA is uh, a term. It actually uh, stands for palmitoy lethanolamide. And what is that? It's a fatty acid naturally produced in your brain, internal organs, and blood. Now, what does it do? PEA helps control immune inflammatory cell responses. It also acts as a balancer for the inflammatory processes in your body. And again, it's been studied actually for, for over 60 years. There are supplement companies that have uh, that produce supplements with PEA in it. Okay. Now, what can um, what can affect your PEA production in your body? Well, things like age, stress, overdoing it, right? Injury, uh, dietary deficiency. All these things can lead to a reduced production and rapid breakdown of PEA in your body. So let's talk about how PEA supports your body. So. PA naturally uh, promotes healthy nerve and brain function. We were just talking about nerves, right? The myelin sheath in the last article helps to support restful sleep and has a calming effect for, uh, for mood, stress, and minor pain. It also helps to protect gut health and modulates immune system function. It affects the resiliency, comfort, and tissue uh, recovery in your muscles and joints like your jaw and your knees. It also helps your body to recover from athletic stress and wear and tear. And we're going to talk about that in the next study. Now, where can we find PEA besides supplement form? 
in food form, you can find it in egg yolks. You could find it in peanuts, soy lecithin, black-eyed peas, corn. In smaller amounts, you can find it in potatoes, in dairy. You can find it in garden peas and tomatoes. But those are a, a lot smaller amounts. Now, we'll go over the neuroprotective effects of PEA. So we know that we have neurons and we have glial cells in your brain, right? Your spinal cord, your um, and also your peripheral nerves. Now, your spinal cord, peripheral nerves, all these cells uh, from your brain all the way down produce significant amounts of PEA, where it helps to regulate the rate of nerve firing and modulation of inflammatory activities. PEA helps nerve signals maintain control when stressed, irritated, and sensitized. That's important. It also works with gene signals nerve polarization, gene transcription mechanisms. It activates the PPAR alpha receptors involved with maintaining cellular homeostasis. We all know the homeostasis is a balance, right? Um, It helps with nerve stability and the modulation of pro-inflammatory neurochemical pain mechanisms. PPAR activity inhibits the release of pro-inflammatory cytokine and impairs Cox enzymes. Okay. So basically, anti-inflammatory effects for the most part, okay? Also, PEA supports and protects uh, against age-related brain decline or other events that trigger brain function. It also, uh, there's also been uh, research in animals that shows that PEA functionality aids in neurodevelopment and brain health. It's also, it helps with animals as far as uh, during labor and deliver uh, delivery stress. So, for examples, animals that actually, you know, were having their young, it it helps with the development and the and brain health of the young. And PEA is also naturally found in breast milk. Interesting. Now, how does PEA enhance sleep quality? There was a recent eight-week clinical trial of PEA that showed improved sleep in healthy adults. The results showed that sleep onset time was reduced. In addition, the time to feel completely awake and cognitive function upon awakening improved, and participants received in this study 350 milligrams of Levagen, which is the um, the basic form that PA comes in as far as supplement form. So they they received 350 milligrams basically once per day. Now, PEA also has the ability to indirectly or weakly mimic your brain's own natural endocannabinoids. Now, we know that endocannabinoids are, you know, they're your your brain's own natural receptors for, you know, your cannabinoids, right? We know that, um, for example, the uh, your, your cannabinoid receptors, they're involved with when you take in um, the CBD oils and those types of things, okay? So now keep in mind, though, that the this the uh, the uh, PEA does not contain THC compounds that are found in CBD and some hemp products. PEA has been shown to be safe and effective, uh, and it's been shown in many many studies to be very safe and effective and help with modulations in, of pain signals. The health benefits of PEA were confirmed in a March 2023 systematic review and meta analysis of double blind randomi- randomized control trials in adults. The results of this. Extensive analysis demonstrated that PEA safely improved quality of life, overall functionality, and comfort and pain management. Other clinical review studies displayed the positive effect of PEA on musculoskeletal and nerve comfort and quality of life. So basically, 
It really functions all over the place in your body regarding pain. It uh, helps with anti-inflammatory processes, helps with nerves. It's really, really important. So again, this is why you want to make sure that you're maintaining your PEA even as you get older. Now, let's talk a little bit about wellness resources. So before I go any further, as always, I talk about the wellness resources brand of supplements. Wellness Resources is a 35-year-old supplement company providing the highest quality clinically formulated supplements since 1985. Make sure you check them out at myvitaminresource.com. They're one of uh, the supplements that I use on a daily basis. My, Of course, my family uses them as well. They've got me through a lot of different things. So I'm very grateful to Wellness Resources Supplements. So check them out again at myvitaminresource.com. They've got fantastic supplements, including... We'll talk about the brand new supplement that they just came out with this past week, and it's called PEA Ultra. Now, PEA Ultra, we'll talk a little bit about it. It contains 300 milligrams of levagen plus PEA per capsule. This is the branded micronized form of PEA that's very, very absorbable. Okay. Now, levagen itself is backed by human clinical trials. It is non-GMO, gluten-free allergen-free and vegan for all my vegan friends out there. Now, PEA may be taken by itself or with other brain, nerve, and uh, repair support compounds like R-alpha-lipoic acid. It can be taken with daily super E, astaxanthin, quercetin, turmeric, gold, and DHA. The dosage typically um, generally supports maybe one to two capsules per day. Higher doses of 1,200 milligrams per day may be used for more intensive short-term support or as uh, directed by your practitioner. So again, check out PEA Ultra from Wellness Resources if you really want to dive into PEA and uh, make sure you, you know, keep this uh, keep this going in your body because it's a very important fatty acid. Does many many great things as I've talked about on this article. But uh, check it out, PEA from Wellness Resources. All right, piggybacking on that, our next article again from Wellness. It's PEA effective for exercise recovery and athletes. So again, we're going to kind of gear this now to the athlete, and we're going to talk about PEA for performance and post-athletic uh, event or and or exercise performance. There was a recent clinical trial with healthy young adult males evaluated the effect of PEA on their athletic performance and recovery. Participants were given one, 167.5 milligrams of levagen or PEA, uh, once per day or a placebo. And, um, and they wanted to see how it affected lactic acid, myoglobin, and TNFF, uh, TNF, uh, TNFA levels were measured immediately pre and post exercise and repeated multiple times over 72 hour post activity in both groups. This is what the results were. Results demonstrated that PEA supplementation aided muscle recovery as lactic acid and myoglobin levels were reduced compared to the placebo group. So again, these things were reduced. Research also found that PEA increases protein kinase P, or I'm sorry, protein kinase B phosphorylation. Now what that is, is it's this pathway basically that promotes the uh, muscles and tissue repair, okay? So basically what they're saying here is that the PEA helped with muscle repair post-exercise 
and it also helps to bring down the inflammatory processes and the lactic acid that are normally associated with exercise. Great stuff here. So this is something you can add to your toolbox if you are an elite athlete or if you are just exercising regularly or you're, you know, an intense exercise, whether you're bodybuilding or whether you're running or whatever it is that you're doing, you can add PEA to this and uh, it shows that it's great for recovery. Great information. So again, good information on this, but overall, the reason why this is important, because again, omega-3s is extremely important. Now, one of the things I talk about when in terms of exercise, and I want to just kind of uh, talk about it as far as, you know, this article specifically, I talk to a lot of, uh, a lot of people regarding exercise, especially post-exercise, what you need to do, right? Um, one of the things that I've really um, uh, emphasized with athletes, especially, is that you, that exercise in and of itself is inflammatory. Now, a lot of people, you know, when they hear they're like, what? Inflammatory? Yes, it's an inflammatory process. You got to remember that you're putting a strain on your body. You're putting a strain on your muscles. You're putting a physical stress on your muscles. Your body can't really tell the difference between the different types of stresses, right? We know we have physical, chemical, and emotional stresses. Your body reacts the same to these stresses. Why? Because your body secretes different types of compounds to help deal with the stresses that you put it through every single day, right? But it's inflammation at the end of the day, right? You're tearing down muscle. You're, you need to build back the muscle. So what do we do post-exercise? Um, of course, protein is the big one, right? Protein is very structural, of course. I like using whey protein to really um, aid in post-exercise recovery, especially if you're working out a lot and you're breaking muscle down, of course. So you need those compounds to build it back up. But whey protein or whatever protein you like is, is very, very key for this. But also, I would add on antioxidants to help bring down the inflammation that is naturally produced by the exercise. One of the antioxidants that I use specifically if I have a, you know, a really specific hard exercise session is vitamin C. A lot of people don't think about vitamin C after exercise, but I use it because, again, I, I use it in good amounts because I know that it's going to help me bring down that inflammation. It's going to quiet these, these things out, right? Tumor necrosis factor alpha, interleukin-6, all these types of things that are inflammatory, these inflammatory processes going to actually help to modulate those. So just a suggestion for all you athletes out there, make sure that you are getting enough of the antioxidants. Obviously, the fruits and vegetables, yes, but you want to throw in the DHAs, the EPAs, the EPA specifically for the, uh, for the oxidation and the oxidative process, but also all types of antioxidants, again, such as vitamin C. Very, very important post-exercise. So just some tips regarding that. Obviously, you know, eating food, we all, you know, obviously exercise is extremely important. You got to do it. You got to do it. You got to move. You know, you don't have to be an elite, uh, an elite athlete. I've always talked about on this show, but you do have to, you have to move in some form or fashion. Okay. So, um, what did we learn today, boys and girls? We learned the myelin sheath is extremely important. We learned uh, that we want to try to do everything to kind of make sure that we uh, that we halt the myelin sheath degradation in your brain and try to do everything we can to do that. Their scientists are looking into the proteins that are a factor in producing the myelin sheath in your brain, and, and hopefully they can come up 
with some kind of supplements that can help to remyelinate the brain. I don't know if they can, but we'll see what happens. But this will be very, very helpful in people with cognitive decline, MS, and or Alzheimer's, those types of things, or people who have a genetic defect in that protein. Also, we looked at PEA, how important B PEA is to your body structure, to the nerves, to the anti-inflammatory process, to your nervous system, and also post-exercise recovery, and how important fatty, acid, fatty acids are and how essential they are to your body and to the, um, you know, just your body and your nutrition package in general. So make sure you're taking in your fatty acids along with everything else. And just a, one little thing on, um, I was almost forget to mention, one little thing on, uh, on omega-3s, you know, if you are a person that had, you know, cardiac problems or you've had a heart attack or you're on some kind of blood thinners and that type of thing, before you're taking any omega-3s, talk to your doctor. Because obviously, if you take omega-3s high enough, you can get a blood thinning effect and you want to, you don't want to counteract what you're doing. So make sure that you do talk to your doctor before, you know, doing any kind of omega-3 supplementation. I always recommend that to people first, if again, if they're on a blood thinner or anything like that. Other than that, that's, that's uh, pretty much it for this week. Uh, hope you guys got a lot out of it. Again, go to georgebatista.com. Check out all the articles we go over. Check out all the information and make sure you sign up for the newsletter, folks, if you want to get these articles into your email box before I go over them. But uh, check them out, okay? All right, guys, have a great week. Make sure you take care of yourselves. Make sure you take care of each other. Enjoy. Have a great day. And as always, make sure that you control your health.